Welcome to The Stack, a weekly podcast where we discuss the latest in the world of marketing, sales, and tech. I'm your host, Sean Henry. I'm Tim Stabersky. And I'm Ryan Sylvester. And today is Thursday, February 6th, 2019. Episode number 40. 4-0. So crazy. Yeah. 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 And we are taking our second attempt at streaming this live <laughs> on YouTube while at the same time recording. So if you're joining us on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. How is everyone's week going? It's, I'm, it's good. I, I, I honestly can't believe it is already Thursday. And like, he says that every week. I know. Right? I know. What is never, wrong with me? Like Tim's my, in denial about I might have dates, time, times, I might have passage of time. Senility. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tim, you want to wait? Who's starting us off this week? Oh, I don't know. Um, Sean is. Oh, Sean is. Yeah, I guess I could start us off. So, if if this is the first time you guys are tuning in, uh, each week we uh, talk about. Well, we give you guys highlights of um, some of the best content that we've come across throughout the week, and that could just be tactical stuff. It could be uh, new product features, whatever it might be. Um, but we try to simplify it for you and tell you what you should do with that information. So. Um, I'm going first this week, guys. Yes, sir. Up. All right, cool. So this uh, first article comes to us from HubSpot, and the headline is Five Reasons to Get Excited About the HubSpot Platform in 2019. And this is written by Scott Brinker, who is their VP of, um, what does it say there, guys? VP of Platform. What's his title? Platform... Nice singing there, too. Went, no, hold on. I lost my track. Ecosystem. Jeez, that was platform, platform ecosystem. Ecosystem. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, so uh, about a year ago, uh, HubSpot announced that they were making this sort of strategic shift to move away from this theme of being an all-in-one suite, an all-in-one product, to being an all-in-one platform. And bringing um, uh, Scott into the, the mix was a big part of that. Uh, he is the editor of chiefmartechmagazine.com. Um, so very familiar with creating these ecosystems of um, different tools and apps for like a best breed solution. And um, a big part of that initiative was doubling down on bringing more integrations to the HubSpot mm. platform. And they already had a lot to begin with, but it's like Tons. exploded yeah. in the past yeah. year. And I think there are over 200 at this point. Um, yeah, but, 94 just this year alone. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what this article uh, kind of brings to. They they uh, bring some of the highlights from the past year, and uh, they mentioned adding 94 new app integrations, 95 new API endpoints, um, record adoption of uh, some of these new integrations by their customers. So it's it's working. People are responding well to it, and uh, they're they're also doubling down on connecting their um, platform partners, so these different apps that they're that are getting integrated with their agency partners. And of course there's thousands of them. We're we're one of them. And um, you know, teaching enabling those agencies and consultants, whatever it might be, to help the end user, the the client, the customer, uh, figure out how to use all this stuff. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty neat. Um, they also launched uh, HubSpot Ventures. And they're they're basically funding uh, startups to have the similar mission and, and mindset to HubSpot. And that's really cool. And they've, they've made some big announcements there over the past year. Um, but what was also really neat about this article was that it, it kind of goes through, well, this is just, if you're watching the video, um, they have a graphic of all the different apps that are connecting uh, with HubSpot these days. Um, and they, they list some of the top ones. Number one is Zapier or Zapier. I don't know. How do you guys I say, say that? Zapier. I, I, yeah, me too. Zapier. There you go. So that tr- allows you right, to take but. something that isn't already integrated with something like HubSpot and bridge that integration, which is kind of neat. 
uh, MailChimp, which is sort of like a entry level uh, email marketing solution, uh, Slack, which we use at our agency. It's a great communication tool. Yep. Um, so there's a really good integration with HubSpot there now. Uh, WordPress, it's always been there. So if you're using a WordPress website, you could still use HubSpot, obviously, in a number of different ways. SurveyMonkey, lots of people use SurveyMonkey. I just, I just used it for the first time. What would you think? Um, I, I think it's really helpful. Uh, the, the, the way that I used it was I used it in a HubSpot workflow. Okay. So it's kind of like an if-then branch if they answered the survey. Instead of like kind of keeping your eye on it all by yourself, like the SurveyMonkey integration kind of takes care of it for you. Yeah. But uh, number 15 on this list is the integration that I've been getting really familiar with the past couple months, which is the Shopify one. Ooh, Shopify. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and for those who don't know, what is Shopify? Shopify is like an e-commerce-based um, like CMS. Yeah. yeah. E-commerce platform. It, it, yeah, right? it's, built, it's built to sell. Um, but the way that I've been using it most of the time is building lists in HubSpot, and it just, it's, it's beautiful. I, I think it works great. Awesome. Um, but- it's I will say nice it can get a little, well, it, it, sometimes the, their labeling gets a little yeah. meh, segmenty, but. <laughs> <laughs> that sound should yeah, sorry. be like the sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, yeah, yeah. Used, I used a bunch of these and I like so, them a lot. So Shopify then is obviously a, a favorite of yours, Ryan. What would you say your number one favorite is? I would prop, well, I think for, I, I think just for the purposes of what I've have been using Integrations for I would say Shopify is probably number one on the list. Yeah, just because it's powerful. You can make it's a lot of money. So, oh my, yeah. yeah, it's so powerful. the The amount of e commerce, um, what am I trying to say? Like information? metric information metrics and stuff that you can pull in through HubSpot is is uh, super awesome. helpful. Tim, what about you? Um, well, I also am pretty excited about the Shopify integration, but I really like um, GoToWebinar. Yeah, it's just it, it makes it a lot easier. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> Coughing on camera. There you go, Tim. I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, it just it, it, when when the tools work, it makes it a lot easier. When they work together, it makes it a lot easier for everyone on the team to just contribute. Yeah. Um, you know, much more streamlined. Yeah, way. totally, totally. Um, I, I I like several on this list. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Databox um, number eight. Uh, we use that all the time. Uh, we've got it on a TV screen here mm -hmm. in the office. Um, we, we have this set up for all of our clients. It allows you to visualize all your HubSpot metrics, but then all these other platforms that integrate with HubSpot, which is really neat. Um, I love uh, Hotjar, although the integration yeah. with HubSpot is still somewhat lacking. It's pretty much just one feature in Hotjar. Here's my thing I'll say about that. I think Ooh. that the Hub, the, <laughs> the Hotjar, the Hotjar website yeah. itself is the tool, the tool itself? Yeah. Oh, did you say navigating Hatcher? Hmm. Oh my gosh, really? I, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's... I, I will not... I somewhat agree. Oh. Things aren't like as... If you're, if you're, if you're going there for the first time, it, you, it might not necessarily find what you think you're going to find when yeah. you... So what out. you're saying is Hotjar should use Hotjar. <laughs> yes. site, right? Yeah, yeah, Hotjar does UX again, research. You, if you don't know, yeah, it's like uh, UX research, yeah. usability research. Uh, allows you to to record sessions of people navigating through your website. Mm. It um, allows you to create heat maps so you can figure out where people are looking on a page, what they're clicking on, what they're not clicking on. Just uh, following their mouse funnel tracking. Yeah. Uh, it's got um, uh, user research recruiting tools kind of mm -hmm. built in. So it's awesome, awesome yeah. tool and very. It's either free. I think most people will get plenty of value just out of the free version. Yeah. Yeah, integrates with HubSpot. And um, it is really easy to use. Yeah, yeah. Lots of other good ones here too. Like we've used Uber Conference a lot. We've used 
Um, we're using Zoom currently. We use uh, Zoom for uh, internally um, for a lot of our, our stuff. And check it out. But they're always adding some new ones. So yeah, that's fun. What's uh, next on our list, guys? So speaking of integration. Oops, I just stood up and got out of now, mic you, range. If, if you're watching, what you can't see, should I tell them, Tim? I don't know. I won't tell them. Oh, you don't know, tell them. Tell them. I don't care. No. Tell them. Tell them. So, so Tim likes to sit on a pillow. I'm a weird old man. <laughs> on the back of it. So the chair, it, it's just a bad setup. <laughs> it's a bad setup. Go ahead, Tim. Anyway. Anyway. So speaking of integrations, um, another article that, article announcement that caught our eye this uh, week is from Databox. Uh, this blog post, this announcement was written by Gaspar Vitovic. Vitovic? Yeah. Um, and it's titled Google Sheets Meet Databox. And as you can imagine, essentially what they're announcing is that Databox now has an integration with Google Sheets. Yay. Which is Yay. so awesome. I mean, like Sean just said, we use Databox for visualizing and understanding and reporting a ton of information. Um, but every business is going to use Google Sheets for some kind of record keeping of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, and being able to now pull that in, it's just awesome. Mm. <laughs> so so what, um, what, what are some common use cases? Like what's uh, some possible data that you might pull in using Google Sheets? Oh, God. Um, putting me on the spot. Putting you on the spot there. Um, I'll, me, I'll, me, I'll, I'll give you me, something. Yeah. So like not, not all systems are digitized, right? Yeah. So um, you could be a business where a lot of things are still being done manually, but you have somebody there in the office that's keeping tabs on that stuff. And, yeah. You know, they've been maintaining the spreadsheet for years, if not decades, <laughs> right? And um, nobody looks at it. Nobody pays attention to it. And now suddenly you've got this beautiful dashboard that you could put up on the screen yeah. Ooh. and suddenly it's getting attention. <laughs> um, but I, I just love it because it allows you, it's kind of hard to manipulate data in a lot of these different tools, but once you get it into Google Sheets, you can do whatever you want with right. it. Yeah, it's like right. the, the possibilities are almost mishmash. You know, run formulas, do all sorts of fun stuff, and then visualize it. So it's really, well, and, really powerful stuff. And in the article, they they talk about the fact that that was actually one of the challenges as to why it kind of took a while to build the integration. Is just it is the Google Sheets is so open ended that. They, it took some time the to kind of wrap their head yeah. around all those possibilities. Yeah. But I'm really excited for it. I like it. Yeah. It makes me happy. Yeah, me too. And me I'm too. never happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some other uh, news from Databox this week, right? We do. Ooh. So this other Our article. very own. This other article titled, How to Increase Organic Traffic with an SEO Audit, is from a familiar voice, face? Well, now face. Typist. Um, it's me. Sean Henry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and instead of doing our typical like recap of the of the um, article, since we have Sean with us, <laughs> um, we're going to pivot the format a little bit. Uh, you want to say something? Yeah. Let me just kind of sum yeah. up what I, yeah. what I talk about. So um, in the video, I, I basically demo how we're using a tool called SEM Rush to keep an eye on our, our clients' websites. So what what we'll typically do is when we get a new client or, you know, we're, we're working on a project, we do a deep dive. We look for all of the uh, issues, whether it's um, SEO related issues, whether it's, you know, on page stuff like title tags, meta descriptions, um, just thin content, duplicate content to some of the more technical geeky stuff. Um, the stuff that's kind of hidden in the code. And 
it's a big effort to clean all that stuff up and get the website healthy so that it starts to rank better in search results. So what we want to do is keep an eye on those websites over time. And we, we monitor those sites using SEMrush. And that's great for us. You know, we get visibility to that data. If there's a new issue, we're alerted to it. So we can kind of take that and balance that against all the other things that are out there. Take action if necessary. But we've always struggled to communicate how much stuff remains. Mm-hmm. And you know? what we've done. Yeah, what we've done. And then what the, uh, the impact of those things has yeah. on things like traffic, right? So theoretically, you eliminate all these things off the list. You should start to see traffic improve. And it's been challenging to, to visualize that. Now we very easily can with with DataBox. So, well, and just for those who aren't maybe aren't so technical, why why should they why should they be concerned with these technical issues? Um, yeah. So in the in the video, I I definitely get into that. Uh, so definitely recommend checking it out. But we um, so a search engine. Think of it as a, a person, right? When when we go to a website, all the contents there, Chrome or Firefox, whatever browser you, you use. Um, is really sophisticated and it takes all the code and downloads all the images and files and all that to paint this beautiful image on your screen. Um, it's a little bit harder for a search engine to do that. It still needs to see everything that's there. It needs to discover the content on your site. And um, it, there's a lot of stuff kind of hidden in the code that makes it difficult for a search engine to do that. And if a search engine can't see your content, I'm sure as hell can't rank it, right? <laughs> you know, it, it, how is it going to know what's yeah. on that page? So, of course, you're not going to rank. Of course, you're not going to get any traffic. So, you could be creating amazing content, but if a search engine can't see it, who cares? Right. You know, you're just not going to get that visibility and reach. So, uh, it's something you got to keep an eye on for sure. It's really Especially important. if you're like a large website that's always changing because uh, something's going to break, somebody's going to make a mistake, and then suddenly your rankings are plummeting and everybody's scratching their head. And that's why we, we do what we do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, check that check yeah. that out. We get the link in the notes. And uh, moving on, what else we got, guys? So this is actually the one that I well, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? I did. I did. I don't remember this commercial. I'll really? Let you, I'll let you okay. it up. Anyway, so uh, the the title of this article is Wix SEO Wiz Stars in Big Super Bowl Ad Fumbles with SEO Community, and this is by Christine. Sorry, I'm not going to try to pronounce your last Schottinger. name. Okay. That was not right. <laughs> this is for Search Engine Journal. Um, and basically, what this was is this was um. If you go to YouTube, they like dominate all beginning of YouTube ads. They, yeah, they are spending a lot there. So um, it's basically a, a woman that's talking about the the SEO, uh, you know, implications you can make on a Wix website. Well, what is Wix? Wix. Let's so start there. okay, What's Wix, Wix is Wix is a In very very basic uh, CMS that you can you know quickly drag and drop and build a website on. Um, and they're claiming that I, th- I I can't remember what exactly they, they said. They say something along the lines of um, oh, using the SEO wizard, wiz- you'll grab those top rankings. Grab those top rankings yeah. on you know the first page of Google. And um, basically, what the SEO community had said was, um, you know, they they looked into what she actually was talking about, and it was title, tag, and meta description, and very few, very very few SEO. Things you can actually do. It's it's the bare minimum. I mean, that stuff bare minimum. can yeah, make so a big impact. Right, so it's, it's something, but it's basics. But it's not going to get you the top spot unless it's like cream of the crop content. Yeah. And I saw a tweet from uh, John Mew on <laughs> Twitter that you know someone had asked, "Oh, does does this mean that Wix can't rank for top spots?" And he said that it can, but after a little bit more digging, it's just much harder to do it from a Wix website. 
Yes, that Tim. That is it, true. Say I, it's a good example of a company doing the bare minimum and like advertising the heck out of it. Yeah, yeah. They they also go on to say in this article a, a lot of the information that they give out is just bad. Yeah. Which, what, what that Wix does? Yeah, and I oh. haven't really read into it, but they they pulled a few examples in in the article, and uh, I, I don't I've, I don't want to hate on any system. Mm, yeah, I don't any, either, but. But yeah, if you, if you are serious about SEO, I don't know that Wix is the uh, the best platform for you. But then again, if you are a local small business, um, go for it. You know why not? I think it's it's great to have a, mm. a great a simple solution to quickly pull together. A website. You have, yeah, you have yeah. to have one. As, as soon as you're looking to reach people outside of your immediate local region on a national level, you're going to have to take SEO a little bit more seriously. Yeah. For most businesses, at least. So that's when you think it makes the most sense. Is just like small business. For, for the most part, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, every business is different. It depends on your needs. But if, if getting search rankings from like any kind of wide audience is really important, I don't know that Wix is going to be your best choice. You're going you're gonna to eventually run into some issues with that. Uh, it, it frustrates people who call themselves SEOs because they can't do a lot of the more advanced stuff that you, you would typically want to do. Um, so... Anyway, moving on. Uh, that is the is that the last article, guys? That's the last article. All right. So then uh, we go on to our next section, then, which is the app of the week. App of the week. Yeah, we still haven't gotten a sound effect for that, but we really need it. <laughs> um, and this week we are talking about Buzz Sumo. They have announced a new tool to their platform called Topic Explorer, and it is there to solve that problem of running out of blog topic ideas, <laughs> yeah. and you need to quickly do some research. Now, what I would say about this is you don't want to depend on a tool like this primarily to come up with your topics for blog <laughs> content. Ideally, you're going to talk to your customers. You can do some research, really understand what problems you know you need to help them solve. But let's say you're in a scenario where you're trying to reach a brand new audience where maybe you don't have access to that audience yet, and it's really tough to have those kind of direct interactions, then something like this is incredibly valuable. Um, but it could also just get the creative juices flowing yeah. too. So uh, I love it. I've been playing around with it for a, a little bit. <clears throat> and, um, you know, basically what you could do with this is enter in any topic. You guys want to give me a topic? Keep it, let's keep it simple. Pepperoni Robots. pizza. <sighs> All right, so we got pepperoni pizza. What was yours? Robots. Robots. I'm going to go. All right, for simplicity, I'm going to go with pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's see what the well, tool gives us. So you type in that word. Um, now, Fiddling around with this a little bit, I found the more specific you get, the less likely you're going to get results. You know, it's that a brand sense. new tool, so I imagine they'll improve this over time. But let me explain what we've got here now that I've typed in pepperoni pizza. A related topic is salami, and the popular content for the topic of salami is pepperoni salami pizza leggings. <laughs> what? And uh, it gives you questions too. So how does the taste of salami and pepperoni change the taste of pizza? And then it also gives you related keywords. So salami sandwich, salami type, salami cal uh, calories. And you can click on view content ideas to get even more information. So it's just like, it's, it's telling you what type of content performs well for that subtopic. What are some of the common questions that people ask about it? So just to give you a few more. Um, no, pretty much everybody's just curious about the difference in taste between salami <laughs> and pepperoni. So, um, but yeah, you could check this out. Uh, it's giving me pineapple on pizza, Domino's pizza, oh, Little God, Caesars. No. Oh man, Little Caesars. I miss Little Caesars. Um, recipes, homemade cooking. So, you know, mushrooms, mushrooms. Yeah. That's no good. 
pepperoni. I mean, a uh, pineapple. Sorry, not 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 allowed in a pizza. No, yeah, I don't I don't get that. Do you like? Pepperoni? I can eat it, but I, yeah, I'm not a, not a huge fan. Yeah. So great tool, uh, and it, it does allow you to to drill in a bit about um, what's going to perform well in different social channels. So you would typically want to overlay this with data you're going to get from other Buzzsumo tools. Like, uh, does a how-to blog post perform better for this topic, or you know, is it some other type of structure? Yeah. I really uh, like the idea, the like having the questions because it's just e- easy to roll into yep. content. You're exa- even if you're not tar- even if you're not creating a blog post specifically for that one question. If it's the broad topic, you can address multiple questions and know mm-hmm. that it's going to hit the audience that you're, sure. you're aiming right. for. So we're on a time, so let's blast through our landing round. round. Uh, what is the first topic, guys? Spotify announces strategic acquisitions to accelerate growth of podcasting. So basically, they're buying up like startup podcasting, and they're trying to position themselves as the ones to just take it to the next level. I, I think that's. I, I don't know exactly what these two things do yet. Did you look into it? I briefly. But they're like big. They're big startup names. I, I think. Yeah. I, I'm. I well, shouldn't be talking. Two about it. major gaps. That I really, really one major gap um, that I could see uh, that I'm hoping one of these two things help solves. Mm-hmm. One is uh, just like analytics, like getting better visibility yeah. to iTunes is a reaching. really bad job of that. It's terrible. Yeah, but and I and I, I think uh, Spotify will. I think if they can get the backing, will should eventually take over yeah. that space. Cool. What else we got? 230 new emojis in final list for 2019. Did you guys look at them? I, di- I I've seen I've seen a few. Did you of put them. that in there? I did. Oh okay. I've I seen a few of them. I've been having fun with emojis lately. It's just great. Weave it into your subject lines. If you send an email, they they, they grab people's attention. They make you feel less yeah intimidating. Yeah. I'm just excited about all the new food options. <laughs> <laughs> uh, household income by zip code advertising targeting from Facebook. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That I I think that'll be helpful. Yeah. Now, so many scenarios that will be problematic. Yes, but, you know. Uh, what's uh, focusing on the new Search Console? Yeah, so uh, this I, w- I would definitely recommend checking it out if you're interested in SEO. Um, there's been a lot of grumbling about um, Google taking away features that were in the old version and choosing not yeah. to bring them over. Yeah. I, I think that's people are exaggerating that a bit, but mm-hmm. they they are letting go of some tools. Um, their argument on that is it was giving people bad information or it just wasn't really helpful. Um, and they think less is more in some cases. Others disagree, but check it out. Consolidating your website traffic on canonical URLs. Another Google Search Console thing. Um, that mostly is going to impact people who have a separate mobile site. So if your website's on like m.yourdomain.com. Oh. Yeah it's been pretty difficult to get a good sense of your performance and, and this should help a bit with that. Uh, Google produced 96% of us mobile search, mobile search visits in the fourth quarter of 2018, which mm. is a growth of 1%. No surprise there. Yep. Google plus is officially shutting down on April 2nd. Bye-bye. Live indexing for Bing and Google coming to Yoast SEO. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people use Yoast. A lot of people use WordPress. So yep. Brian Dean from Backlinko announces his SEO marketing hub. It's good content. I, I enjoy Brian Dean's content. He's he's entertaining, um, and this is a great example of the hub and spoke model or mm. the pillar page topic yeah, yeah, model, yeah. whatever. Kind of gravitate towards. Uh, it's a good resource. So kudos to him. Last but not least, the laws of UX. I thought that was really cool. It's really neat. Yeah. yeah. That. So what does it, it do, guys? It's, it's, it's essentially um, a, an online catalog of the various. Um, 
laws of user experience um, and formatted in like a poster form yeah, uh, yeah. with a quick recap, how the law was originated, what it means, what you can use it for. And you can download it as a poster and like hang it on your wall. If you realize that one of your designers is like really bad at doing something, just print out this law and stick it on their wall and they'll never forget <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that is, that's it. That's the last that's one, right? That's it. Um, well, cool. Um, if you tuned in on YouTube, thanks for checking us out. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um, if you're just listening to the audio version, check out our YouTube channel. You could watch us. <laughs> it's <laughs> I exciting. I don't know if it's exciting, <laughs> but cool. Um, and uh, yeah, subscribe, leave us a review, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.